Welcome to the Our Town Podcast, where we connect you to Sacramento. Our Town Podcast is brought to you by the Chris Kennedy team at Reliant Lending, your total mortgage solution. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or refinance, let Chris and his team at Reliant Lending solve all your mortgage needs. Call today at 916-794-0777. Good morning. Hey, how are you? I am well. How are you? Good. Thank you for uh, meeting me. Of course. Thank you for having us, giving us the opportunity to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, by the way, we would love to do something for you guys again. Uh, that would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, Amazing. Uh, did it, it was it was kind of funny. It was we weren't expecting that much of a turnout on that hot of a day uh, to. And the guy that we hired to do the coffee uh, showed up with like too too much, too many choices, you know, <laughs> and only one machine. And it was like, that's what we were all like, <laughs> oh man, that was one of the most stressful uh, events we've yes. ever done. Yeah. We were like, <laughs> we'll never hire that guy again, you know? <laughs> oh. But it was a great turnout. He has so many great reviews. I believe you guys got some really great pictures. I think I still have a few. I know our public affairs was out there that day. So nice. it was it was well received though. <laughs> <laughs> we love our coffee here, let me tell you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I will tell you next time we will we we have a whole we have a plan. So it'll be really good for <laughs> you guys next time. And we'll cut down on the choices. I couldn't believe he was, you know, I was like, Hey, I, at one point I said, do you know why in and out pumps people out of there? And they always have a good product is because they only have two choices, you know, burgers <laughs> or fries. <laughs> you or don't fries. get chicken here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get any chicken. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway. So I would share, would like to share, uh, we, we would love to have you back. I will be honest. I am going to be taking a leap of absence. So I'm okay. leaving. I'm okay. actually heading to Texas in about a month nice. to finish my PhD. Um, right on. Yeah, so. Where are you going to go to school? So I go to school at Grand Canyon in Arizona is a very long story, but I'm just doing my research to be um, very transparent. I, I, I need to finish. So, so I'm going out to Texas and I'm going to be uh, actually on a small business, a consulting business and just doing some work out there. Okay. And it's really about like employee engagement, workplace, mentoring, those types of things I'm really in love with and passionate about. So oh, nice. I nice. found a nice. couple small um, up and coming businesses that I plan to go do some work with, get my research finished. So I share that because I will be leaving in um, June. Okay. It will be officially my last day. Not that we can't, you can't partner with us after I leave, but it won't be me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk like, nice about us. And, yes. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, set us up with your predecessor. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So absolutely. You said Texas via Grand Canyon. So what's, what's that about? So Grand Canyon is the university I attend. Okay. Again, I finished my coursework about three years ago and I've just been, life's happened and I'm about to get kicked out of my program. So, okay. 
$70,000 and I'm like, I need to finish because I have to pay the student loan back regardless if I'm done or not. So yes, if I'm doctor yes. or not, I got to pay it back. So yeah. um, I'm going to Texas. It is, uh, I'm also getting married. So okay, congratulations out there. Thank you. He's so like, come home plan, so you can finish. You coming back? Are you going to come back? So probably not to this VA. Okay. No, I literally, ironically, this is, comes at a great time. Um, I literally just sold my home. Um, okay. It was on the market for eight hours. Wow. And wow. the person who bought my home had lost four and he paid me extra to be out in 14, in 21 days, 21 wow. days. He's like, get nice. out. <laughs> yeah. so, I was like, awesome. so I'm actually in the Airbnb. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it is crazy. I was like, what happened? Like I thought, you know, normally, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So are you, where are you originally from? I'm actually from, and, and I was about to write my bio. I'm actually, I call myself from New Orleans. That's where my parents okay. are from. Okay. However, I am a military kid. I have lived everywhere and anywhere, but nowhere longer than four years. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how did you end up working for the VA here in Sacramento? So I was actually at Bill Air Force Base for three years, and then I just needed a break from the work I was doing up there, and I found this job, and that's how I got here. Um, But again, I am leaving right at the four-year mark. Uh, It's going to be four and a half, actually, when I finally do leave here, but right at the four and a half-year mark. So I'm staying true to myself, never living anywhere for more than four years. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Where's been your favorite place so far? Oh, so this is going to sound bad. If I say stateside, actually, Northern California is my very favorite place. Yeah, yeah. But in life, I would actually say Germany. Germany is my favorite place to be. I want to live in Italy. That is my, hopefully, my next assignment once I'm done with my PhD. Okay. I've never lived there, but I want to, so... Now, would you remain? Okay, so I know that there's a huge military presence over in Germany um, mm-hmm. still to this day, right? Um, yes. And uh, that's probably why you were there, correct? Correct. Okay. So, Italy, do we do we have bases there? Oh yes, there's okay. six. And okay. so the one I really want to go to is that, which reminds me of, I think reminds me from all the pictures and all the things that people tell me, it reminds me of Northern California. So it's um, North Italy and it's a mountainous area, but from that area, you could get two hours to the sea, two hours to the, you know, the Mediterranean. You could, you just could do everything from this one location and it's yeah. all of the things I want to do. <laughs> Nice. Are you looking, is it Piedmont, Italy? Is that the area? No, it's Aviano. And so okay. it's by Portone. It's kind of, um, never eat. So probably oh. the Northeast, um, okay. Okay. part of the, and the country. I mean, the, the culture, the, it's so different. Like Italy is kind of a crazy place. Cause it's every few miles, it's a completely different culture. Yes. And, it's like it's It's kind of like here in sacramento you have all of your pockets so i think it's i think it would be amazing i keep saying when i was a younger woman starting out my career i actually had an opportunity to go and i turned it down um you know that produced my daughter had a you know long-term marriage that ended but Every once in a while, I'd be like, I should have went to Italy. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully you'll get that chance. You're going to get that chance. Yes. 
Um, and I think the area that you want to live in, the food is very close to like uh, the German Austrian style of food. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. pretty damn good. Uh, so um, working for the VA, what do you do for the VA currently and what will your predecessor be doing? So we are actually changing and this is going to be the amazing part of our conversation today. So voluntary service has a new name. We are now called the Center for Development and Civic Engagement. And what that looks like and feels like for the community is going to be super impactful where no longer are we just the the people that take in the donations and coordinate different fun events around the campus, but we will be looking at some civic duty things that um, working with our community partners and our community leaders to, you know, get voting into the the VA, getting um, philanthropic um, activities more embedded into our VA system and also connecting our veterans with, you know, those opportunities outside of the healthcare system we will be still taking in our donations, still, you know, coordinating um, veteran-specific events for like Memorial Day and Veterans Day, and you know, um, celebrating all of the um, Armed Forces birthdays. Those types of things will still happen. We will still have community partners loving on our veterans. But I think the new change really gives us the opportunity for the communities, the surrounding communities, because not just here. I actually, my, myself, and my successor will also um, look at, we look at 11 different sites. So from the Oregon border down to Oakland, over to Auburn, we have 11 facilities. And just getting all of those community partners um, more invested in us, but we have to invest in them. And so just just with the opportunity you're giving us um, coming in, but then, hey, what can we do to partner with your local resources and organizations as well? So I work uh, with um, a few real estate agents down in also the the Santa Rosa area near near the VA hospital down there, um, and I know that they were, now is that part of uh, the territory that you would be having. So I shouldn't admit this, but I am a Sacramento Placer County girl. Okay. So okay, I, had, okay. you know, in two years, in four years, I haven't visited outside of okay. my two and a half hour span. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm not sure where that is. Okay. Um, but all of there. So at every station, um, so we all have regions. So this is my region. Um, okay. But there's a person in my position at every station hospital. And they do have a, a big region like the San Francisco, even though they're small in um, in range, like our yeah. our square footage is amazing. Our yeah. footprint is huge. But in San Francisco, there's, you know, a hub station like us and she covers all of those um, sites as gotcha. well. So. Gotcha. Yeah. The um, and then so for you guys taking in donations. So what are the donations directly going to? Like what? Wow. So that's my happy place. Yeah. How how many, like (laughs) if if people are going to be sending in donations to you, where, where, what are you guys doing with the money? So it just really depends, but I will tell you, I will highlight a couple of things. I think that's why I keep saying it's my happy place because I can advocate for my, my station. Um, so one of our big programs where, where most of our donations filter into is for our homeless and our needy veterans program. So 
we have social work teams and medical teams that go out into the um, homeless camps and try to get things like right now we we're trying to figure out a way to manage our COVID testing or our COVID shots for them and so with what we do is we try to give our um, those teams through donation donated funds things like boxed meals with tuna crackers and stuff so when they get to these homeless camps they can actually put a hot meal in or a meals sometimes they are hot because we do go to Safeway and sometimes get the you know depending on what the donation is or the amount of donation we could get the six dollar meals from Safeway and or Walmart and make sure that our veterans get a hot meal while they're getting their flu shots their COVID shots their COVID testings or whatever in their camps wow we also, when our veterans come in, another big uh, donation donated resource are like sweatpants and sweatshirts. So when our veterans come in, what we do very well is we don't allow them to leave with soiled, dirty, or um, torn clothing. And although it's not anything fancy, but just getting a, a clean pair of underpants, a clean pair of socks, yeah. um, maybe some shoes on their feet, and a pair of sweatpants, it does make a huge difference. And the 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 care provided for our veterans as we release them back to their their life right um we also get donations so we could spend a lot of time talking about our homeless donations but there are some really other clinics and and so when i got the position my big push was yes our homeless and our needy vets do need the support of our community partners but there are veterans that look like me who i don't i'm not homeless i'm never going to need a hot food voucher but i still come here and get services i have a a lower back injury that you know terribly impedes my life so what do we do for those veterans and so what i've been looking at over the last year and a half I've, i've actually been working with clinical staff and going to the oncology like hey what are some of the things that your veterans that you see need and then we once we get in donations especially if they're general if they're specific then i absolutely give those funds to those programs. But if they're general funds, like over at oncology, we have like small bottles of water and um, crackers. So when they're getting their chemo treatments, they have to put a little bit of something on their stomach, but it can't be a full meal. But you know, that's something that the hospital just, sometimes they don't, the veterans don't bring their own snacks. And that is just something the hospital can provide through donated resources. Or in oncology, the breast cancer support groups, um, our palliative care when a veteran passes away in our facility, the palliative care team does a little, they do a thumbprint of the veteran on a little plaque and they, uh, through donated funds, they provide that. And through donated funds, we get flags, we have them um, folded and we place them in the flag cases and we present that to the family um, once their loved one has been transitioned to the morgue. So those are some of the things that, you know, a lot of our community partners aren't aware of. They're like, well, if we give our money, what is it really to? And so when I can get out there and advocate and say, no, 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 we're not 100% of all of your donated funds go to veteran programs. I can assure you that by law, I have to. Um, And a lot of people aren't aware that if you donate to the VA, it is tax exempt. We do provide you a tax exempt number for us. We will provide you a letter just saying, thank you for your donation. We quantify that for you. So if that is important, you can, you know, use that on your taxes. Okay. Uh, that's, That's awesome. Now, uh, the the hospital out there is massive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you guys have a, all, uh, like a whole range of stuff? Do you do everything from mental health all the way down to, like you were saying, oncology and 
Uh, do you have like, you know, um, rehabilitation uh, center there, all that stuff? Yes. And so through my office, and I do have three sites. So this is the main office. I have uh, four people that work for me at the Sacramento Valley. That's what we call this site, okay. um, which also covers Auburn, McClellan um, hospitals and clinics. And then we have our Shasta site and I have someone at Chico and she covers the Wairika, the Redding, the Chico and the Yuba City clinics. Wow. Wow. And then I have two people in the East Bay and they cover Fairfield, Mare Island, Martinez, and Oakland clinics. Wow. And so I tell you all that because then there are um, community living centers there too at our Martinez site. So they are the post-recovery or our, um, we're called the CLC, the community living center where our veterans may not have um, families to take care of them. So they live with us until they re rehabilitate. Okay. We do have a post-traumatic stress clinic at Martinez, as well as here at the Sacramento Valley. We have our recovery centers from um, prosthetics, teaching them how to do, you know, walk again or use. Um, I was just working yesterday, ironically, um, working with the visually impaired clinic. They had some um, you know, they came over and like, hey, these are some of the things we're trying to do. How, like, is there any donated funds that can help support these things? And they actually go into homes and teach our visually impaired um, veterans how to, you know, use magnifying glasses or if they get a new, their doctor ordered them a new computer or new visual um, imaging thing, they yeah. go in and teach them how to use those things. Um, some of the other random clinics that I didn't know about when I got here is our caregiver support group. And so I should have known about that. I had a family member who my sister cared for her um, late husband who had ALS and so Lou, Lou Gehrig's wow. disease yeah. and passed yeah. away. Yep. And she always told me about, she's like, there's nothing here for those of us that support, pro, support veterans, right? Yeah. And so here at the Northern California healthcare system, they actually have a really strong caregiver support because science has shown if when you take care of a caregiver of that person who's taking care of your veteran or any patient, their quality of life improves for both. Yeah. So what do we do for them? And so that is a re another resource that I'm looking at, like, how can I find a donation to, you know, provide a little more support um, for the that group of people? Wow. And it's really about it. And sometimes I have donors, I um, have a, a new donor, and her, she's a caregiver of a late uh, veteran. And she's like, hey, we, we have this problem. And at the VA, um, you guys helps us solve it. So she's giving uh, a donation in honor of her, her late um, veteran that she provided for to fill that same gap that we filled for her. And so when you do that, I just call the clinics or if we have a donor that decides to do that, I call the clinics and I tell them, hey, this is what, you know, this veteran did for you guys. How do you, like, what can we do to continue that support? And it's always you, they, they love me. I become the rock star of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's awesome. Um, so, I mean, you, uh, as big as the VA is and, um, and all the little things that you guys need, right? Um, uh, Donation-wise, do you have like a, a, a annual goal that you guys are always trying to hit? Um, and where are you coming in on that annual goal? Like, are you, are you, are you exceeding it or are you falling short? So I would say I've only been in position a year and a half. Um, 
I would say last year was kind of a fluke, right? COVID, um, COVID rut 2020. <laughs> but what I will say is we had community partners that poured in. And usually by, uh, by policy and by law, we normally do not collect because we want to make sure that our donors know that what they donate to is the veteran and not the hospital. Gotcha. So we make that really clear. But with 2020 and COVID and, you know, that initial phase and everybody's like, what in the heck yeah. is going on? We saw an, a huge um, outpour of the community to support our medical staff who Good. support our veteran. So last year, I would say is a fluke. The year before, we would say we were on par. We don't really have a goal to say, oh, we are only going to collect you know, a hundred thousand dollars. What we say is how do we support the services and the programs that are needed? And then we go out. That is part of my job is to reach out to community partners, to reach out to philanthropic um, organizations, reach out to veteran service organizations and give them the opportunity to hear um, what is needed at the facility, explain to them why it's needed. And it's never like medical equipment. Our donors always are aware that you're not paying for services that the the healthcare system should be paying. What you're doing is extending the care of support. So we are gonna take care of that veteran if they come in and they have bed bugs. Well, if they have bed bugs, your donation of $100 will pay for a pair of pants and a pair of shoes so that we can A, provide that service and make sure that the veteran gets on their way without, you know, clean and very in a a healthier state. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, uh, so what is the best way for people to, to give back to uh, the veterans and give back to, you know, help you, um, I, you don't have goals, but uh, reach, reach what it is that you need to take care of the veterans. Um, wh- where can they send their donations? Where can they um, donate? Absolutely. So I would say through donations and um, donations not is not always monetary. So sometimes it's a donation of your time. And okay. we have really great opportunities for our community partners to also come in, donate their time. Um, we have, we call them assignments, volunteer assignments. And that is a huge, last year, the facility, even with COVID um, restrictions in place, my volunteers, there are about 300 active volunteers across the 11 um, clinics and, you know, all of that, that yeah. area. Um, we saved the, with just the, the hours, we saved $1.3 million in volunteer hours wow. last year alone which I think is amazing. But for those that are like, hey, I don't have the time, maybe it is just a a way for me to connect and be able to donate. They can send a check, Um, especially right now, we're not allowing a lot of a lot of visitors in the facility, of course, COVID is, you know, we're, we're trying to understand it better, but it's still a safety measure. So they can mail a check to any of our sites. This is our hub here at the Sacramento office. They could donate online through our secure donation. Okay. And that is what a lot of people are starting to, they're like, we didn't even know. I'm like, thank you for giving me the opportunity to tell you about it (laughs) or if they want they can (laughs) they can um, make arrangements at either my martinez my mate here at the sacramento valley or mather campus or chico office as i stated i have um 
staff at all three locations and we will process their you know monetary donations via check or cash um, okay. we do not take um uh, credit cards in in our facilities so if they want to do like debit or credit cards it would have to be through that secure link and i can send that out to anyone at any time and they can also find it on our va.gov website okay cool um and then uh so i just we are planning, and of those 1,100 people that you have, I think 500 of them showed up to get coffee that day. I'm still like, I have PTSD just from the <laughs> coffee situation. So, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, we we definitely want to get back out there, do something really nice for everybody um, uh, again. Um, we'll have it a little bit better better organized for you, um, and I would love to get uh, your, you know, the person coming in. Um, if you could do like a, a warm introduction to us, cause we, you know, now I know more about you now and, and we're, I, I really want to, we'll take it up to the next step. I actually filed all the paperwork to, we started this local hero, um, organization. Oh, nice. Um, so did, got all the paperwork going for that. And so we're going to be doing, um, getting people together, all donating, on a quarterly basis, all donating $100 and we're going to um, give, you know, 10 grand to different causes or let's say oh, a, a fallen police officer's family or, you know, different things of that nature. So we're definitely going to be giving back and especially to your organization. The VA is like super important to everybody. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we'd love that warm introduction. Absolutely. Um, my, my boss keeps extending my stay so he can find someone to hire. He's like, I just need you to, I'm like, yes, sir, we'll do it. <laughs> so whatever. Student loans do. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, you have until July, sir. You gotta hire somebody. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, thank you so very much for uh, meeting me. And if, uh, like I said, if you have anybody also that wants to come on and talk, uh, maybe your boss, uh, I would That'd love awesome. to have, have them on um, and uh, kind of talk about what you guys do as well. Absolutely. He would, right. he would love that. Talk awesome. about the, he, he's more excited about his VA than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, again, thank you. And, uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a good day. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Our Town Podcast, where we connect you to the people that make Sacramento one of the top places to live in the country. If you would like to feature your business on the Our Town Podcast, email admin at thechriskennedyteam.com. Our Town is brought to you by the Chris Kennedy Team at Reliant Lending, your total mortgage solution. Chris can be reached at 916-794-0777. Again, that's 916 Seven nine four zero seven seven seven.